All right, and welcome to the first ever Dirty Dishes podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm wearing a blanket. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, I'm Logan. Oh, cool. Connor and Logan here. We're coming at you. <laughs> we got this idea to put a podcast together because thinking about all the stories we've had in the past, um, a lot of them are just too funny to keep to ourselves. We always are continuously telling our friends and their friends about all the crazy things we've done. So we decided to see if uh, sharing them would get it some fame or just to get people to listen or even our friends that know us want to hear us again talking about it. But it actually came to be we put it on social media, a poll of who would actually want to want to hear a podcast with us telling about this. And how did that turn out for you? Uh, well, most of my people, I think it was like a 76% to uh, 24% over likes to dislikes. But I did message a couple of people and they, uh, they told me, like one person said they didn't want my head to get too big or me and Connor's head to get too big, but they'd still definitely listen to it or they just wanted to be like that person that said no, which I do that all the time. That's but true. at the same time, like um, Connor was saying that he has hundreds of people looking at it. I had over 300 people look at my story and only 32 people voted. And I was at like a 70, 30% yes, no too. And I just sat there wondering like, if you saw it, if 300 people saw it, how did I not get more votes? But knowing how I look through Instagram stories and Snapchat stories, I just click through that shit as fast as I can. I don't even pay attention to what's going on. So I, I do understand, but I do appreciate all the people that took their time to vote yes and no. Mostly put more so the yeses than the nos, but. Yeah, we were probably going to do this regardless of what other people thought. Oh, yeah, thought, no. Because we don't give a shit. It could have been, been 100% no, we were still going to do it. Because someone would have listened. <laughs> but we'll start off today by letting you know how we got we met. Uh, it was freshman year in college. That was, what is it? It's 2020 now. We met in 2014. Oh, God, that was forever. Was it August, September? Whenever uh, school starts. I think it was so, I don't have a clue. <laughs> uh, I dropped out. A year and a half later. So. Oh, no. We're not there yet. We'll save that one for another story. All right. uh, so we met, we'll just say August of 2014, freshman year. We lived in the same hall. Uh, we go to a local school here down in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Logan is... Wow! Wow! No! <laughs> that's... Sorry about that. I guess that's the only downfall of uh, recording on your MacBook is that when someone FaceTimes you, it doesn't just go through your Dude, you know, Apple's going to sue us because you just said MacBook. Anyway. Why would they sue us? They're getting free advertising. Yeah, but they're stingy. We'll pay them in pennies like Samsung <laughs> did. But anyway, so one of our friends just called us. and uh, Instead of it going through my watch or my phone, it decided to come straight through my laptop. Which is what we're recording on. Uh, but anyway, we met freshman year, August freshman year of 2014. And we'll actually start off with one of those funniest stories from that day. Actually, I was talking about how Logan lives here. Logan's from Harrisonburg area. That's where our school's at. I'm from Northern Virginia. Uh, we met here. Anyway, fast forward. My roommate, who you'll probably meet sometime later in our series of unfortunate events, uh, is that do I, is that technically stealing too? I don't know. <laughs> We're just keep rolling. Uh, his name is Justin, but he was my roommate, and then Logan's roommate, Jordan, who's uh, another local guy. We were playing baseball together. Well, um, we'll just cut to the actual part of the story when. Uh, First day, don't really know anybody, and you have your little groups or whatever, and you had to walk up this hill. And when I say a hill, it felt like a mountain because it's probably a 45-degree. It's the highest point in Harrisonburg. Yeah, so <laughs> we had to walk up to that. 
just to go get this mug that said the college we went to. And it's like, oh, cool, a mug. Well, a lot of people, I mean, I don't drink coffee. Connor doesn't drink coffee. So it's just kind of like, all right, you got this mug. All right, what else? Oh, we're going to pay $40,000 a year for this mug. Cool. So we walk back down and um, we're all kind of chilling in our rooms and our. Did we uh, make it back to the room? We did make it back to. We were in the dorm. Yeah, because our uh, RAs came by and we're like, hey, we're having a group activity. So anyway, we start doing this group activity and I'm standing kind of like beside, I think I was beside Connor and Spanka, which is Justin was standing beside him. And for this game, you had to, it was some kind of name game and everything's going on. And the first thing that was said was Justin already lost his mug. Like, how'd you lose your mug? You just walked like 200 yards up this highest point in the area for this $40,000 mug. And he already lost it. So, Connor, you go ahead and tell that part because I wasn't around. I don't even remember what he was doing, but I think he was just, like, tossing it up in his hand while everyone was, like, telling their stories or whatever. And I guess one toss, he was trying to get the, like, handhold of the mug, like, around his finger and hook it. Mm -hmm. And just completely missed. And it just dropped to the ground and shattered (laughs) in front of everybody. And this is, like... This used to be like their significant event, like, oh, your first day at school, you're going to do all this intro stuff, and then you're going to walk up to this seminary building. That's what it was. Yeah. The president's going to hand you this mug, and then hopefully you're going to use it. His didn't last 10 minutes. <laughs> no. And it might not sound like the funniest story, but it's one of those moments where that day led into a night at an <coughs> apartment that we went to where... Later, Logan and I had been back, and I slept with a shower curtain. And Dude, you're jumping way too far in the future. Well, this is just leading them on to the future. Okay. But that's our story of how we met pretty much at EMU. After that, it became more so it just often. snowballed after that. Logan would sleep in our room more so than his own room <laughs> on our futon. Uh, he would always get mad when I sneezed. Yeah, because you sneezed on me one time. Dude, my bed was lofted, Dude, and you were under you it. Turn, you couldn't have turned the other way. I, I want to sneeze. But off. anyway, instead of us just uh, rambling on back and forth, we'll, we'll try to save some more stories. That way we have a lot more content. So this is like a couple year, maybe a couple millennium kind of I mean, thing. as long as I'm living, there's going to be more funny stories to tell. Oh, yeah. We're coming at you. Hot. But the first one we don't want to start mm. off with, we'll start back as far as I think we can possibly get with funny stories between us. But Logan actually... Has died before. Yeah, like or almost he, died or died. No, nah, I was. I swear to God, I was dead. <laughs> I don't know if you believe in God or not. I don't know if that'll pertain to anyone that's watching, but I died. How I did was, you die, dude? <laughs> well, I was in fourth grade, right? <laughs> and so now I sell electrical supplies, so I know all the like the I know some rules and regulations and stuff. Well, I'm probably one of the reasons why that like stuff is tamper resistant, so you can't just get right in there. What do you mean, tam- like the? So you can't just go in and like stick your finger in an outlet and get shocked. So like those plastic pads that they put on front. Kind of, but now they're like built inside. Gotcha. So I'm in fourth grade. I'm in the kitchen. I just look over and there's outlets in there. I'm like, man, wonder what electricity tastes like. Oh my! So I kind of like <laughs> look around. I'm just like. It just keeps calling my name. I'm a, 
I can't I can't hold myself back very well. You so, were you were exploring. Oh, yeah. you were very exploring. Heck yeah, dude! I grew up watching Dora the Explorer. I was in there like swimwear. So I lean over with my tongue out, and as soon as I got like close, it was just like. <laughs> and next thing I know, everything's pitch black. Like if you close your eyes and you stuck your head underneath a pillow in a hole in the ground, that's how dark it was. And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was weird so i'm sitting there i'm just like did you feel anything did you feel the shock no i was just there i was just in this black abyss and i was just looking around and i couldn't see anything so then all of a sudden uh i'm like probably 20 30 feet behind me at like a 45 degree angle looking down on my body standing stiff as a board in this black abyss wearing the same clothes my hair, I mean, my hair had been the same forever. It was just like a buzz cut. But everything was to a T. It's just me in this black room. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm pretty sure I left my body. So At fourth grade, you realize this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch a lot of TV. I have a problem. So then uh, after that, all of a sudden, I'm back in my body, and I see the light. And everybody says, don't go towards the light. Well, I was young and dumb. I said, fuck it. I'm going right towards this motherfucker. <laughs> So I went straight at this light, and as I go towards it, it was almost like, oh, man. When you squeeze your eyes real tight shut, and then – You see the sparkles dark, and stuff? And then it kind of opens. It's like your eyes are open, and then it kind of – you get that tunnel vision or whatever, and it's yeah, opening yeah. up. So I got that, and all of a sudden, I was standing the exact same way as I was in this, like, black abyss, stiff as a board, just chilling right beside – this outlet, I just stuck my tongue in. So I was like, all right, uh, no more of that because I don't know what's going to happen next time. But, yeah, I've always had a problem with electricity. Always? Was yeah. that your only problem? Oh, heck no. What when, was another problem? Oh, man, when I was like one or two, uh, I don't know where I got this penny. <laughs> one or two? Yeah. I don't know where I got this penny from, but I stuck a penny in an electrical outlet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know what happens when you stick your like conductive thing that's not really like the electricity doesn't have anywhere to go. That thing went black. <laughs> the whole white outlet was just black. Um, touching like electric cow fences. Oh, we used to put dog collars on our dog collars. Yeah, on. I never see how did far that. we could run. Yeah, I never did that. I'm not putting it on my neck. That's hurt like a. Our, our neighbor had one and. It would beep a few times before it shocked you. So like when the dog was wearing it, it heard the beeps. It would know to get back before it got shocked. So the game was, how far can you get and get back before getting shocked? And it's time. Time seems a lot longer when it's not on your neck. <laughs> but I think it might have been two seconds, two or three seconds. It's three beeps. So maybe three seconds. And like the end of our yard. Into the next yard, there was this tree, and it was who can see if they can get on up and around the tree and back before it shocks you. And I don't think any of us made it. And good grief, dude, we had a buddy who actually, I guess, I guess he was turning around the tree too hard and slipped. I was about to say, what if you and fell? It, and it just shocked back. the shit out of him. <laughs> and oh, he was man. on the ground just yelling. Thank God it was only like a buckle. Uh, collar he was able to unbuckle and get it off but <laughs> i like distinctively remember that and being a kid you're just like what do i do you just sit there and watch like i just <laughs> sat there and watched this kid get shocked just like 
the day my brother Cameron, uh, so we did so much stuff when we were younger. We used to live in Woodbridge. Yeah, y'all were absurd. But we we lived there when the DC sniper stuff was going on. So like, we had all that like curfews at 8 p.m. and dark. Had to get walked to school. Had to get walked from school. Couldn't go outside for recess. Either way, that doesn't play. In. Excuse you. Excuse me. That doesn't play into what. Did I ever tell you when he was uh, how he got stitches on his eyebrow? Uh, I don't think so. Wait, yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe? With the shovel? No. So he, we were in our backyard. I think it was like a birthday party. And he was supermanning on our swing on our swing set. So his stomach was on the swing. He was like pretending to be Superman as it swung back and forth. Our neighbor was digging in the dirt underneath the swing while he was singing with a metal shovel. <laughs> a flathead square metal shovel. And Cameron goes back on a swing, and this kid picks up and is talking to him. And Cameron comes forward and just corner the shovel to his eyebrow. And dude, that just makes me crazy. The kid threw threw that on the shovel, started screaming, and ran home. Like ran home, gone out of the backyard, ran home. Cameron is just bleeding underneath our swing set, holding his eye. I thought it hit him in the eye, and I'm like. Oh my God, this is about to be, but he's just standing there. He's just standing there holding his eye, not saying a word, not saying anything. And all the parents run up. Your brother is the most nonchalant, nonchalant, monotone. Nothing gets this man's worked up for, and he could have been shot in the freaking heart. And he'd just be sitting there with his hand over like, ow. Well, so all of the parents run over to him and he's just doing fine. And one we have to go to the hospital, comes out of someone's mouth, and he loses it. Didn't want to go to the hospital, didn't want to do any of that. But just got a, the corner of a shovel to the face, didn't say a single word, but going to the hospital is what freaked him out. <laughs> but later on, in our same house, no, this was in our new house, I wrapped him up in a towel, and he had socks on. And I tried to, like, Scooby-Doo spin him, like, when you run, and you pull on, like, a bed sheet, and it spins him. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually like spun him wrong and he got knocked off balance and his head hit the corner of our wall. And there's two by fours that like our support beams on the wall dented it, split open the back of his head, just <laughs> split it open. And he just grabbed it, went into the bathroom, turned the bathtub on and stuck his head under the bathtub water. Didn't say anything. And I went and got my dad and he came up and was like, is it bleeding a lot? And I'm just like, what in the world? How is this not affecting you, man? But we've we've had some crazy times. I've I got hit by a car. You got hit by a car? Hit ran over. What? Ran over by a car. I was um dude, I don't know, maybe third or fourth grade. I remember we were on our way to Myrtle Beach for vacation, I think, or to see my grandparents, something. And we stopped at McDonald's and it was like 10 p.m. And I remember my mom had my brother and sister because they were up in the front seat and I was in the back seat. And they she was at, they were out of the car already. We were all in car seats. And she was like, stay here, wait for your dad. He'll get you out. And they left. Well, I unbuckled myself and just started running because I didn't want to be left behind. They were already through the parking lot. And I'm just a third grader just sprinting through the parking lot. And I don't know, look both ways for crossing the street and i just sprinted into the road and all of a sudden truck just hits me in the shoulder and i guess they thought i was under the car so they just kept going 
like they didn't think I like bounced in front of them. They thought I went under. So he he just rolled over top of me, and my mom was having a panic attack. So you got hit twice. Like you got. I didn't get. I didn't get hit when I was under the car. Like they ran over me. They went over me. They didn't run over me. But I remember waking up in the hospital. Like it knocked you out. Yeah, I was. I was under. I remember like getting hit, being in the ambulance, being in a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) And but the funny, I found out years later, my mom worked another job and. I probably shouldn't say it like on this, but who cares? But like her boss or something, like they just had issues. Her boss hit me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what came from it or anything, but I just know that there was that like symbolism of like, ooh, (laughs) this guy hit me. (laughs) But anyway, I'm in the hospital. And I think it was this time I was in the hospital. It might have been that or when I had my surgery. Who knows? But there was a girl next to me and her, I guess her grandpa was there. And out loud, I say, is that Santa? <laughs> I just, in the, the hospital. In the hospital. <laughs> like, we're all just waiting there. This man goes to the gift shop and buys me a teddy bear and some other thing. And he, like, comes back. And he, like, writes this note. And he leaves it for me and leaves. And Oh, my God. Santa's real. We still have this teddy bear to this day. And my mom That's tells the story. Insane. And I'm like, God, dude. Like. What was running through my head? I mean, I probably was concussed, but <laughs> got hit by a truck. Yeah, I know. So. Uh, has your sister ever died? Almost died. My sister's almost yeah, died. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. What? Megan's almost died. Oh, dude. We were at. Um, it was one of her friends growing up. Her like grandmother's pool, and God, she had to have been like between eight and ten. So that makes me like ten or twelve. And you know, like. Some house pools, they just kind of go out and then they just drop off and go down. Like not a like, straight like in ground swimming pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it no, just, I've been in some walking and then all of a sudden like the bottoms are slide. slippery. Yeah. And you just you're gone. So my sister was chilling and they were playing some like game or whatever, and she hit that slope and just went under. My mom in full clothes, it was back before like really expensive smartphones. I think she might have had her phone in her pocket. I just see my mom just dive in full clothes, just like like last name Phelps, but my mama Phelps just diving in there like Michael and then just pulls up my sister and like gets her to the edge and sits her down and she's coughing up water and stuff. I was like, Oh my God. And like, it was one of those things where it probably was longer than what it was because like everyone like saw it and everyone just kind of like got tense and adrenaline started pumping that it was, it only felt like five seconds. So it was like, she was gone. Mom's in. She's out, and now yeah. she's like fine. Yeah, yeah. That was that's probably the only time. It seems like that. it seems like things get very like heightened later on when you think about it. Because mm-hmm. in the moment, from like an outside perspective, it doesn't seem like a lot. But when you're there in the moment, all oh, the yeah. stuff's going through your head. Mm-hmm. Like when I fell off your car. <laughs> <laughs> Please elaborate on falling off my car, Connor. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we're at a buddy of our house, Dylan. Hopefully, he'll come on our podcast one day. He was hating on it prior, but I feel like after he sees the success. Oh, once he sees the he already said he was a hater and he still wants to get on the podcast just because. Anyway, we were we were down at his house having a few drinks. Uh, I think it was just a regular Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but we were feeling all right. Um, and we live in this, we live in apartment complex housing, like college housing. So everything is relatively close to each other. I mean, we lived in one uh, apartment complex. So On his side of the street, it was like two blocks up and... We might be, we're maybe 300 yards from each other's house. 
Probably if, like two. If that. Max two. <laughs> and Logan has a, a Jeep with a stinger on the front. And if had, anyone doesn't know. Oh, yeah, you did have had a Jeep. It was so sad when I got rid of it. Uh, and if anyone doesn't know what a stinger is, it's a. It's just a bumper that has like that piece that sticks up and kind of makes like a triangle. Kind of looks cool. For rock crawling and stuff, if you're like a legit rock crawler, or if you're just like a younger kid that doesn't have the money for dumping into a vehicle, you just kind of get the cheaper things and just kind of look cool. Yeah, that was me. Anyway, this Jeep was always a mess, and I didn't feel like having to sit on clothes or sit on. He had a Yeti that he put in his yeah, passenger seat. Yeah, my Yeti was. And I didn't want to like either have it on my lap or sit on it. So I was like, oh, I'll just sit on the front of your bumper. We only live up the street. And lo and behold, guess who drives by? And I was not just sitting on the bumper, but like my back was on it with my head tilted backwards. So the, the road and everything was upside down. So if I were to fall off, head's hitting first. I was not, <laughs> I wasn't sitting on my butt. I wasn't on my stomach leaning over it like a surfboard. I was on my back and I'm just looking at the ground. I'm looking at cars coming our way and I see headlights that are like distinctively square and there's a four sets of them. And I'm like, Oh, I know what that is. And I immediately hop up and just police HPD rolls right by us. Our local friendly police department where everybody in our area, like being a local HPD is the ones you don't want to mess with. Like state troopers, like they'll get a lot of people, but HPD is, they, they get a probably a whole of a lot more. And that's who just happened to drive by. So I'm driving up this hill with Connor's hanging off the front of my Jeep. He sits back up and gives me his eyes are about as big as his mouth. I just, it's straight <laughs> eyes look to you. And I just grabbed the front of the Jeep. So as I, tight as I could. <laughs> I whip it in. So it's a left turn. Whipping in this Jeep, it's got a three inch lift and 35 inch tires. So everyone always says I like Jeeps lean real bad. I was almost drifting this bitch in there. <laughs> We get into like our parking lot. It's literally a left turn and then 15 parking spaces. And, and we're, and then it's our house. We're the last house of maybe seven. Seven? Eight? It's like five. Is it? Yeah, it's not like right, Seven, five. Anyway, two houses. We whip it in there. Connor, like as soon as I'm off of the main road, Connor bails. I just see him diving off the Jeep, barrel rolling, gets up and sprints away. I whip it into a parking spot as quick as I can. Throw this thing in park. Is this thing still? All right, yeah. So I, I throw this thing in park. I jump out, run up, unlock the door. I'm looking out the windows for Connor and, like, the cops' lights coming back. And never came back. Connor comes back. His shirt literally has a hole burned in it from the friction of diving <laughs> off this, I like, thought we were 30-mile-an-hour vehicle. I thought we were moving – slow enough that i could get off and start running <laughs> but if you ever seen like cartoons where the ground's moving and you try and run and it just takes you that is i literally my foot touched the ground and it was already two feet behind <laughs> me and i just slammed my shoulder in and i still have a scar to this day but yeah, didn't big, feel any of it than a quarter <laughs> didn't feel any of it ripped through my one of my favorite track shirts that i wore all the time uh i think we just threw it away but that was probably my heart sank, especially being on the front of a car. Just I thought we were going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, could you imagine if we actually had to go to jail for that shit? I doubt we would have went to jail. But. Oh, geez. Yeah, jail. 
<laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> well, we got some time, and I talked about my sister almost done. Apparently, uh, Caitlin almost done. Caitlin, my so I have a brother and sister, Cameron and Caitlin, they're twins. Caitlin was at UVA for uh, for I don't I don't even remember what it was. It was something that in the end they said only five children in Virginia a year get it, and it's usually through poor nutrition, malnourished children. And that is not us at all. But she had a softball. Yeah, you guys eat so well. You eat like five-year-olds. She eats better than a lot. Of oh, okay. But I think her she she was on a big acai flavor bend at that time. <laughs> so she had like those mixed drink powders. Who knows? No one knows uh, how like it happened. Substitute. Yeah, yeah, like nah. like uh, like lemonade. But it was acai. Whatever. She somehow she ended up with a softball-sized cyst. On her spleen. But it was funny because originally she had like a temperature of 100. And I think she was in high school or middle school. It was either 8th grade or ninth grade. So right there at the cusp. Um, and she had like a 100 degree fever. She got sent home from school. The next day had another like 100, high 100 degree fever. And my mom was like, you're going to school. Like you're faking it. You're lying. And she's like crying. Like... I feel like I'm dying. She took her temperature. And, and my, mom, <laughs> my mom was like, you're going to school. So like four days of this went on and then it got to 102. So then they went to the, like the actual doctor, like Winchester medical center. And the doctor literally was like, yeah, you just have a fever. You'll be fine. Didn't say anything else. Didn't prescribe or anything. Just sent her home. It stayed like that for like another three days. And I, somehow she got admitted down to UVA because she had like a, a CT scan or something and they saw it. But at one point she was down there. She was so out of it and she was drugged up. She had one of the O2 sensors on her fingers. Yeah. And if anyone's ever seen like an O2 sensor, it has that little red light. But her fingers were like so small because she was so dehydrated and everything. The light was shining all the way through her finger. And as she was like zoned out, I was like, Caitlin, Caitlin, point your finger up to the sky. And she just is holding it up. I have this picture of her pointing up to the sky. Her eyes are closed. She looks like she's dying. And I captioned it, E.T. phone home, because her finger was glowing. But to this day, like, we still don't really know how it happened or or what was going on. So I'm not sure. That's so weird. I'm not sure what was going on or well, like, how it even cyst, happened. Right? But no one, like, how did, the, we don't know how the cyst started. Uh, so that was, that's the main issue. All right, well, uh, I think that's time for us today. Um, it's getting late. I'm kind of tired. I want to go to bed. Some of us work all the time. You work from home tomorrow. Yeah, well, I just had to make people have sympathy for me, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, I don't think this could have gotten much worse. I mean, people are probably aiming low, and it's just going to go up from here, and we're going to keep telling oh, I stories. Think that, and- I think that today, if anyone had one laugh from this entire episode, that's it's only from the up up and up from now on because the next one they'll have two and then three hopefully hopefully Unless there's zero in that. yeah well all time zero it equals zero oh well <laughs> but uh yeah well uh i think we're gonna try to do this like once or twice a week whenever connor doesn't uh, we'll try and we'll work. look at once a week maybe it, it depends on connor's schedule when he makes it back down down the road, but well, I have a dog now, so I have to come see it. Yeah, you have a horse, it's huge, but uh, 
Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to sign off here. And, and uh, check in next time. This yeah. is the Dirty Dishes podcast. With Connor and Logan. I thought it was Logan and Connor. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Buy our merch. Sorry, guys. We forgot to add this in. Uh, we don't have any social media for the Dirty Dishes podcast yet, but if you want to stay in touch with either Logan or I, follow me, Connor, at Connor Faint, at Twitter and Instagram. I think it's it's Connor underscore Faint. Connor underscore Faint. C-O-N-N-O-R underscore F-A-I-N-T. And that's Twitter and Instagram. And I don't do Twitter. I'm not a huge fan of it. But uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Hokie Fan for sure. H-O-K-I-E-F-A-N, the number four. S U R E because I'm a big uh, big tech guy. So follow us, keep in touch. You see uh, videos of our stupid adventures that we'll probably tell about this. Uh, we'll do updates. Maybe we'll make a dirty dishes social media. Ooh, that'd be kind of lit. I think that's how we can get our name out there. Good idea. All right.